everybody, welcome back to Roosters on Olentangy River Road in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. I'm Austin Ward. This is Letterman Live. The guys are going to keep eating right here. Schlegs is already attacking the mac and cheese bites. It's a fun, casual conversation talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes who are back in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. We we talked about that uh, last week and sort of previewed it, but now it's real. Justin Zwick, Doug Worthington, and the difference, Anthony Schlegel in the building the with difference. us. It's you know, it's starting to feel more real. We've we've you know kicked it around. We're not on Zoom anymore, so that right. was one step for us. Mm -hmm. But then Jay Z, we talked about well, they got to get in the facility. Then that's going to be more real. It's like there's going to there are still tests, positive tests for COVID around the country. This thing is not over, but yeah. you know everybody's taking these precautions. And the fact that the guys are back in the facility is a huge step <clears> that there's going to be football in September. Well, just I mean. Hearing you kind of tell the story of being there all day, it's like re reporting to camp, you know, like this is a right. big deal and yeah. it's June, you know, like, yeah. uh, so it is huge. I think just taking that initial step, there are still going to be, I mean, there's going to be positive tests. I'm sure these guys are going to, you know, they have, you know, what they're supposed to do once they get that, they have that whole thing in place, you would think. So, I mean, it's just going to hopefully start rolling like like a business like it does like it should and yep. uh you know it's a big first step but you know getting these guys back on campus and you know just getting them back into some kind of normal life normal routine that they're used to just all right we got 6 a.m workouts or we got this you know like getting them back into that i think is huge and you know it's just it's a great first step it was weird for me because like one of the strangest things that we cover on the Ohio State beat is that hotel check-in day, mm -hmm. right. and we're just standing outside taking pictures of you guys in street clothes and walking. Mm -hmm. Like we don't get to talk to you, right. uh, you know. We've it's not an interview hey, day. We love those pictures just, too. Good you know, people like picture. to post them to social. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Right, right, right. so that's why we do it. Like Getting we're, we're counting camp. heads. Yeah. Uh, Doug's here, Jay Z's here, Schlegs yeah. is here. We can we can go on. Only I can only remember one time like somebody wasn't uh, as part of the mix that should have walked through the door. Uh, He's a guy we've talked about a lot on the show. Quarterback who transferred to Miami. Yeah, we don't need to d dig into that. But yeah. like, so that's a weird thing, right? But last week, I'm just standing outside the Woody. You know, we can't even really take good photos because all the guys are wearing masks, right? Like, they <laughs> you're like, I think that's him. Yeah, Did like, you get so, a quarantine we're trying to guess. Like, Trey Sermon walked in, and none of us had ever seen him before in person, right? And it's like, okay, he has uh, dreadlocks, and he's he looks like a linebacker. Like that dude's huge. And like, yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, that is Trey Sermon. <laughs> there you go. That dude's built. So anyway. <laughs> that was weird like we're standing outside i'm just right there like next to the woody statue spencer and berm are with me we're taking pictures that have almost no value these guys uh -huh. won't want to post them to social you can't see their face no you got to you got to they and, need to get masks with their numbers on them so but but so anyway like it's sort of what we talked about too doug and schlegs you guys know these workouts but like nine guys at a time and they're like okay you're cleared to walk in the door and everybody you know, two hours later, they're coming out the other door, one in, right. one out. It's just there's so much, so much going into pulling these off, and it's so complicated right now. And it was fascinating to watch that we weren't actually seeing them lift, but just how much they wanted to be in there and come in and get back in it again. It was a sight to behold just from outside the doors. Yeah, well, what did I tell you? They wanted a routine again, yeah. right? Like, I mean, again, all athletes want to be told what to do because that? inherently that's what's been done our entire career. And it stinks making up your own workouts. Plus, now you get to get back to the strength coaches, which is why I became one because you were always around the dudes, right? And 
you know, the difficult part of that is not necessarily just even for the strength coaches because talking to them like they were absolutely blown out because you're working with nine guys at, at a time, right, right? Right, and they're they're going to do on the field work, right? Then they're going to go into the weight room, so you got to have that kind of barrier of entry to where they clean the stuff off, and you know how do they orchestrate that? Plus, you also got to be thinking about as a strength coach, right? What happens if one of my strength coaches potentially got COVID, right? So now I have to have some type of rotation, so you you're really not having all your five guys there at a time to be able to work. You're going to be trying to rotate those, so then you got a guy like Coach Mick who's probably going to be there the entire day blown out city right but that's just what you do and you adapt right and and i think is the from what we've heard from the players they're willing to make any type of accommodation or you know are extremely flexible because they just want to be back right and that's what you're seeing is these guys are going to be able to come in they're still going to get the eight hour rule so that might look like hey you do your workout you come into you know into the weight room then you leave you go visit with your position coach, right, for that period of time, boom, then you're out the building, mm-hmm. right? And they have that flow. And the, the good thing is the Woody allows for that because yeah, you can huge. entry, you know, yeah. you can enter through one way, go to your locker room, go to the indoor, go to the weight room, go to your meeting room, and then exit all without touching other people, right? So that's probably how they, they did it. But, you know, guess what? You're going to get more of that until the more data, more information, and then guess what? They'll be ready to go to that next implementation. Yeah. The other thing to watch, too, that was interesting to me, Doug, is that, you know, they're coming in, so they're just in their, you know, street clothes. Right. But when they leave, so they can't shower in there. They're not using that facility for any of that stuff in the locker room right now. So you you walk, leave in the same clothes you worked out in. They give you tomorrow's clothes and a bag. Right. And, like, you know, a huge a, a case of Gatorade and right. all the bagels and, yeah, yeah. and stuff that you'd normally get in the facility. They're trying to pack it up and leave because right. you still can't have – 85 guys in there at once well but said. you know the nutrition part of it they're still trying to keep up with all that there's more than just lifting right right Th- these guys are earning their monies like Slag said to have nine groups of 16 <laughs> groups of nine i mean uh, you have to be just proactive about how you who do you have in there as far as your strength staff um what are these guys like you know supposed to do on the fields on the outside and then having a regiment so they can be simple as day that's a good one. Simplest day <laughs> to be able to get out there and get out. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wary of, of how they're doing it. Um, when we play, we didn't get all those, you know, just extra benefits of leaving with a bunch of, you food. know, Gatorade and food. <laughs> we get a pair so of that's, that's pretty. <laughs> Back that's, in our day, huh, Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I used to take the whirlpools. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fact they get some bagels and some Gatorade to go home. <laughs> so I'm actually go up there and see if I can grab me some myself. But, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, the the, the facility, uh, like Slag said, is, is known um, to have, you know, a plethora of different areas to kind of hide out so you don't, you're not on top of each other. Um, I know those guys, you know, run a tight ship up there and with all the you know different things from covid i i, I know it's t- difficult but they're going to manage it they're going to make it happen and it's going to be an easy transition ohio state is going to is winning games um in, in in june just this of the fact that they have just that type of structure in the woody hayes woody hayes you know, that's, that's one thing we didn't really talk about really much is, is how important the nutrition side of things are because right. i mean nowadays they got nutritionists they get vitamins they get you know catered to yeah. them yeah. from what it sounds like anyways yeah so when they're home, you know, that, I mean, that thing was probably, you know, that's probably one of those bigger things that we didn't really even talk yeah, about is, you know, how much that nutrition, you know, Schlegs, you know, as your house in that Italian <laughs> sub, you know, how, how important that is to your training, to refueling your body, to getting it back in. So, I mean, that's got to be big that they're able to get that stuff and take it home with them. Right. You know, here's what you need to be having, putting in your body, and they're, they're getting that, that back into their life a little well, bit. Well, you know, the good thing is, like, when we played, we didn't have a nutritionist mm-hmm. there. I mean, because, like, if I was during Double the COVID, cheeseburgers if, I was the game. The, if I was at the COVID <laughs> time, 
Mills like, you know, hey, Schlegs, what are you eating? Well, right. you know, I'm over at Roosters, you know, right, eating right. 25, you know, boneless wings and butt heavy. <laughs> yeah. You know, hydrating yeah. my face off. <laughs> right. right? right. And uh, they're like, okay, so how much you went? I don't know. Probably 230 walking first day. I'm probably 265. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But they don't have that. So, so, I mean, the beauty is, like, the guys that are really, everybody has to hydrate. Everybody has to have the calories. That's why they're giving them the Gatorades or potentially protein shakes or some guys need more carbs because they need to gain some more weight so they'll have those things other guys that don't they will have a prescribed plan from the nutritionist as to hey here are the things that you need to eat and again it's it's we've had a lot of time to prepare right so being a pro in your craft as a nutritionist as a strength coach you're already going through okay hey listen where do these guys live let's say they live over off of uh henderson or bethel Right in those apartments over there, like okay, what do they have? Well, they got Chipotle. Well, here's what you need to have in your Chipotle bowl if you want to go Chipotle. Here's what you need to have at Five Guys. Here's what you need to eat when you go to Roosters. Like they can, because they don't already know the menus, right? So they're going to help prescribe them and take a little. I like these nutritionalists, by the way. Five Guys, Roosters. I'm just saying, what's around? I'm just kidding. Right, right. But they, you go to Five Guys, you just can't eat five of them. But that's that's also the part. Like, I mean. Coming to Roosters and drinking beer after workout, that's my routine. That's not going to help me, you know, (laughs) go play Division I football. But these guys also know, like, you know, when you were 18, 19, 20, you weren't going to stop going out to eat fast food. Mm. I'm just kidding. Not not you specifically, Schlegs, (laughs) but the guys who actually came here right away. But, you know, you're going to go eat that stuff. So they they can also give them gift Mm -hmm. cards. You're going to go to Chipotle. What you're talking about, here's what you can order with the bowl or whatever you're going to do. So they're what they're allowed to do now is so different than when you guys were in school. And I think it's – I mean, that's – they keep making these changes on compensating players, and they're doing. They've taken piecemeal steps of improvement, and now it's just like, okay, you can feed them all day long, yeah, right, and now right. they're still going to take advantage of that any I way that get they a, can. A doggy bag back in our, our uh, <laughs> like, come on, can I just take a little bit of food home? And then no, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. so I mean, again, it's it's tremendous, and they definitely deserve it. These players are you know assets to the university. Um, they're they're top of the line caliber players, um, and as these things happen and, and go down with the NCAA, kind of you know. Tight, un, un, unholding and yeah. uncapping these guys, they're going to you know be able to you know actually endorse a roosters and endorse certain places and get <laughs> free food. Crazy. All types of madness is about to happen. So I'm excited for them um, <clears throat> and hope to help them and give them some guidance, especially around Columbus. So yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Well, see, we, we don't want it, current it, players coming for your shot on Letterman Live. Well, I mean, that's, right, right. Listen, <laughs> it's going to happen. That's cool. That's fine, man. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in the day, like, see, you just got to be creative because when I was there, they wouldn't give us stuff like that i would sneak in a tupperware okay, yeah, in my good. bag and they would have the grilled chicken right. and i would just pick up an entire plate and i would just slide Rip those off in there, there through my bag and then guess what <laughs> cut them up put them in ramen noodle yeah you poof david copperfield we got Boom. a meal there you go. well that's the well, advantage definitely. of showing up as a 25 year old an 18 year old worked there so they're yeah. like this guy's coming <laughs> this guy doing sitting down by us what's tupperware that's real that's real it is real all right that's about the end of the food segment here so far on Roosters. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back to talk about some more Ohio State football. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. Schlegs has attacked and dominated the mac and cheese buys. No surprise there. Uh, You can count on that every single Monday out here. I love them. 
So here's the other part. We know that football is getting close, guys. That the preseason award watch lists are coming yeah. out, and, and you know, like somewhat, they don't really matter. They do a little bit, which is one of my pet peeves. That you know, I, I've had to vote on awards. I know how difficult it is to watch every single game on Saturday if I can only cover one team. So right. sometimes you have to take it with a huge grain of salt. But there are names that are on there for Ohio State. You know, the one that came out last week, the preseason All America, Wyatt Davis, first team. No brainer. No brainer. Okay, now we can get into a little bit more, you know, quibbling beyond that. Justin Fields is on second team, <clears throat> Sean Wade on the second team. There are names that I think need to be in there, probably will be at the end of the year. Uh, but my first glimpse, I thought we're going to have this Fields Lawrence argument forever. Uh, but where is Josh Myers? Why is Sean Wade on the second team? Right. And then we can go from there. Th- th- those are the three that we have so far to work with. Those three names. Schlegs, what did you think when I sent you that? Yeah, when you send me the link, I automatically look for Josh, right? I mean, and really with Ohio State, like, if there's, there's back, I mean, you could potentially have three up there, right? I mean, I'm talking about all teams, but Josh being the apex of the offensive line and what he did last year, I think those two are a no-brainer. And why can't you have multiple Buckeyes on the first team, right. especially for what they did yeah. rushing the football and the, the amount of offense they put up? I mean, those two guys are phenomenal, and they're back, so that's a big-time deal. You know, Sean, I understand it because he was kind of like – He's that tweener, right? He really didn't have necessarily a position. He was that nickelback type guy. Mm -hmm. So I understand why they would probably put him at second because, again, is he going to be a corner? Was he a safety? Like, you know, you really didn't know. So second team kind of seems right, you know, starting the year. And then you obviously got, you know, Justin Fields. But then, you know, I'm looking at it from, you know, where is Pete? Right, I mean, of all the linebackers, like I'm looking at him because he's probably been the most consistent. He's an athletic. He, he's athletic. He's a freak. He he is asked to do a lot of things at the will linebacker position. And then you know, things names that will come up, and I'll let you guys talk about it more. But like, who's going to be that next defensive end, right? That steps into that position. Who's going to be the? And it's really hard for us to have a tight end or even a wide receiver in those spots just because of how we rotate and use right. them. That's not really the bread and butter of what we do. But I mean, like. Those are the kind of things I'm looking at. What's Pete going to do? Josh Myers, who's going to be that particular defensive end that rises up at the end of the year? And it's good just to get on people's radar that vote on these things. That's why it, it means something in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Well but it's said. all about what you do at the end of the year. Well said. Well said. Well, the thing about Ohio State, we're going to get the eyes. Um, you yeah. have all those areas of players. You know, defense is always loaded. Um, as far as those guys with Larry Johnson room, I would love to see where our guy Zach Harrison comes yeah. out to be. Just with <clears> a, another year under his belt in that weight room. Um, hopefully get another little COVID-15 with some speed. I think he'd be tremendous. Um, and then you look at Chris Olave. You know, I think he's one of the most dynamic players mm-hmm. in the country. Um, he's done a lot since uh, since he stepped on the campus. Um, so, again, you can see it. You know, mm-hmm. the media doesn't want to give Ohio State his just do all the time. You want to give a little bit of credit to other players out there, and that's fair. But, you know, we do have some of the greatest talented, you know, players in, in all, all positions. So it'll be fun how it shake out and what these stats look like and, you know, just performing on the field. It's almost like they get tired of putting Ohio State guys on. Right. We're not doing this That's, again. I mean, if Chris Olave was on that list, nobody's saying, eh, yeah, I don't right. know about this guy. <laughs> right. They're going to be like, yeah, he's going to be the best receiver yeah. in college football. The guy with 12 you, you touchdowns know? last year? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Know. Exactly. So it's just uh, – I feel like there is a little bit – you know, it's kind of like the old Big Ten, you know, Ohio State coach never is the Big Ten coach of the year. You know, I mean, I know it's happened since, but yeah. for a very long time mm-hmm. it wouldn't. Uh, I just feel like they always want to hate against yeah. against the Buckeyes and not put us, you know, where they need to be. They just get tired of us after a while, but we just keep coming. Can't and it doesn't good. matter, you know. So it all happens at the end of the year where these guys are, and right. they'll go out and show out. And, right, well said. You know, it's, uh, it is unfortunate because a lot of people out there who I imagine get votes – 
<clears throat> probably won't even watch a game of Ohio State this year. Right. So if their name's not on that list to start, then they're not voting for them at the end of the year because, well, they weren't there. And then they're looking at straight-up stats, which Chris exactly, is not really yeah. going to have. Like, mm-hmm. he might have 12 or 15 touchdowns, which is up there, yeah. right? But he's not going to have the receiving yeah, yards. going so all of, off so numbers. They're, yeah, they're just going to go looking at who's the best guy statistically. Oh, it must be Bruh, this guy yeah. from LSU. Well, he got, you know, 50 catches. Like, this guy got 30, but he has the ex- mm-hmm. equal amount of – touchdowns but he just doesn't get the ball because we're rotating like that's what we do and right. it's also proven you, you know go to the nfl you go to the, NFL, the best guys right? in the nfl young guys right, right now right, right, right you know, terry yeah. and uh, mike i think that i i tend to agree with jay-z here about the boredom and not you know just picking ohio state buckeyes it's, it's easy but you know it's also you know right more often than not right. if you're going to mm-hmm. vote for them the preseason yeah, they bet. tend to validate it and i mm-hmm. one of my you know favorite off-season storylines just for my own amusement because I can predict it happening every year. Like last year, it was Michigan. It's like everybody voted them as the preseason favorite yeah, because they were. You know, they get tired of we voting the same thing. Right? Like, and, and then so that what that allows them to do is you get to go ask Michigan, hey, how does it feel to be the favorite? And then you get to ask Ohio State, you're not picked to win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. How do you think about that? Yeah. It's the same people that are voting on it saying, hey. You're let's the underdog now, yeah, and then you get your, you get both sides of the story. Whereas yeah. you could just pick the best team because yeah. what's going to happen next month is Penn State is going to be the preseason favorite to win the Big Ten. Oh wow! I can guarantee that. There you go. They're not going to win the oh, Big Ten. What? Spoiler alert! I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> where do they get what? any of this stuff? From? Michigan's been up there the last what four or five it's years. It's like right? they hope, right? It's <laughs> yeah, almost, they're hoping. It's almost yeah. like it's yeah. been so long. Like, yeah, that somebody is due. Yeah, and we think that like it's got to stick sooner or later. They're due. Yeah. Like but, you see it with that's happened with Wisconsin. They're going to break through. One year it was Michigan State. Like they just, you don't want to be the guy that's saying something that's not. You don't want to have. Everybody's looking for that hot take. Yeah. If you're just saying Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten, well, guess what? Everyone thinks that. Right. <laughs> Deep down, they know yeah, that that like they're the favorite. Dig for more and more just to try and find like, and like Vegas outlier. isn't saying. You know what? We're really tired of Ohio State <laughs> yeah. winning. Let's give Penn State the odds. Right. They're the favorite this year. Ohio State, you can get three to one to win the Big yeah. Ten. No, that's not <laughs> oh, what they're okay, no, okay, doing. It's like, look at those. They're not going to shake it up just for variety. Nope. The favorite is the favorite. It's Ohio State. Don't yeah. pick it otherwise. It's because the best players are the best players. I mean, yeah. you can't, yeah, it all, they will rise to the top, right? All right. So, are there any other names that you felt were excluded? Olave, I think, needs to be in there. Yeah. I think the Fields versus Lawrence thing is fascinating because they've it been is. compared for years. Right. right? You it know, is. and you got one more season of it in college. It's going to happen then in the NFL draft next year. Uh, it feels like every time Fields gets the better of, of Lawrence, with the exception of what happened you know, in the fourth quarter in the Fiesta Bowl, yeah. if it were me, you know, a healthy Justin Fields, I, He's the Heisman favorite. I think he's going to be the number one pick, but there's still, you know, there's a there's a camp for Lawrence, and you can't really argue with that. Well, I'll tell you this much on Justin. I mean, it's, and kind of the same thing happened to Lawrence last year. He started off with a couple of you know, oh, he had more interceptions in his first three games than he did all of last year. Right. It's really hard to not throw interceptions. I mean, Justin Fields threw one regular season, right? Yep. Last right. year. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. It's insane. That's a So, f- as soon as he goes out and – Say he throws two in his first game, you know, that's what we're going to hear about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that's all that, you know, that it's tough because when you come back with so much promise and, you know, like, man, he only threw three picks last year, two of them in one, one game. Mm-hmm. And they still should have won that game, you know, type thing. It's just hard to live up to that. So, you know, it's going to be a back and forth with those two guys. Lawrence went through it last year. He might be a little more used to it than Justin will be this year. But, you know, as long as he goes out and wins games, yeah. you know, that that's – that's what it is. It is what it is at that point, and then they'll vote at the end of the year. But I, th- I think it has to come down between those two guys. They're, they're great players. Uh, I don't mind that they give it to Lawrence after 
what happened last year. Yep. His team went on and they won, you know. So, you know, go ahead. That's maybe a little fuel to Justin's uh, chip on his shoulder if he has one there, you know. I think that Doug brought up Zach Harrison is interesting because you, you tend to see a lot of these. Everybody knows about the five-star recruiting hype, and he had production. Yep. He got a couple starts as a first-year guy. That, that doesn't always happen. I would have thought he'd be somebody who had more summertime hype than he's really yeah. getting right now. Yeah. And I, I would bet, I, you know him much better than I do, but I've seen him from that one year. What The potential he has is scary, especially with Larry Johnson. I mean, to, to, to have to be so long and rangy as he is, to have good limbs and be able to bend, I mean, that's a, that's a deep alignment dream. You know, the fact that he has, you know, the speed coming from high school playing wide receiver, and then you attach that with Larry Johnson, I mean, it's, it's kind of like freakish. Like, it's one of those things where I just can't, I, I can't wait for the development. I can't wait to see what he does, knock on what he bars, he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. But um, the kid is going to be a phenomenal athlete and a phenomenal player for us, and uh, he's going to get his respect. I've seen him a couple times on, like, underclassmen yeah. um, look-sees, but, you know, when it comes down to a little bit of All-American love, I think he warrants that. How big I think Larry think- Johnson warrants that. How, how big do you think it was that he got to see a year of Chase Young. Oh last man, huge! Year. I mean, I mean, you, when you came in, who was the right. guy that you kind of looked up to? And like, how I much mean, did you try and work with right, them? We had thing? Quinn Pickock, we had Jay Richardson, we have Vernon Ghoston. We had a bunch of guys in a room. When you seen their work ethic mm-hmm. and what they did, and then you see the fruits of their labor. You see, you see Big Chase with the Under, Under Armour contract, mm-hmm. the big Rolls Royce race. <laughs> I mean, that 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 put you in He's a job. He's Rolls Royce. <laughs> Ro- hey, listen, that guy listen, can drive whatever he wants. Listen, he he paid for it in college, man. The way he did and the and the, and the attitude he came about the game, um, it definitely resonates in, in, in a like locker it. room. So yeah. I like what it is when it comes down to this plethora of defensive linemen and success we have. I mean, I, I couldn't hold a candle to what these guys are producing right now. But, you know, to say that I was an Ohio State Buckeye and a defensive <laughs> lineman and got drafted, you know, I kind of put myself around those guys. And mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool to talk about. And the good thing, too, with him is the fact, like, there were there were things he needed to work on, right? Like, I mean, his hips, Always, right? Yeah. Being able to turn the corner and being able to watch Chase. But then the other value add is that you got – Coop coming back, right? So yeah. now you got a fifth year guy, and then you got Tyreek Smith there yep. as well. So like you, I always say this when even talking to my kids, like you compete within the team yeah. to compete as a team, right? So That's now good. that Chase is gone, right? Now I got Coop, veteran, been there. That was kind of his year yep. last year, injured, right? But he's back, right? So now in that room, just like the wide receiver room, we're all career, we're yep. all competing right. for the reps that are on on Saturdays, which competition breeds excellence right and so he's gonna have to constantly work on his craft uh, then the genetic potential then the larry johnson that he that that he's able to go and extract from him like starts to come out and everybody get becomes better that tyreek smith one is an interesting to me because he he was before zach harrison with the hype he's supposed to be the one to take the torch from chase young and he just hasn't been able to stay completely healthy it's if it's not been one thing it's another right slowing him down and again, I only saw him show up in shorts and a t-shirt last week. That's the most, you know, physically impressive that he's ever right. looked. Now, does that mean that he's ready to go through a full season? Right. We'll wait and see. But you know, he's had two years of Mickey Marathi in the strength program. He looked like he was taking care of his business the last two months when he's away. I mean, these guys are about as well put together as you could possibly imagine. You have him, Zach Harrison, Johnny yeah. Cooper. One of those Jeez. guys is probably going to rack up a bunch of Monsters, sacks and get yeah. some awards. I mean, right, that's right. just going to happen. And here's the other thing. All you parents out there, it is okay to have downtime. Yeah. And I think sometimes, 
like this COVID has been a blessing in disguise for the student athletes because we've all been there and mm. really get burned out. Not necessarily burned out, but like you don't really get to heal up as fast as you would right. because you're still trying to go out there and compete during mat drills or you're trying to wrestle through, you know, a nick here or there through spring ball. Mm. Well, now that's all been eliminated. So basically, if you think about it, you took 15 padded practices away from your lifespan mm. as a football player, right? So that's your huge. body has been able to heal up while you're still been doing these other things to come in and now you have this june to basically you know august into august that you actually get to ooze back in and feel really good so your first game back like we're back right and they're going to have some protocols that eliminates or reduces a lot of the physical contact because again it's going to be about the healthiest team that starts the season most prepared right and i think that this has been a blessing in disguise for some of those guys that have been beat up yeah yeah well said. Well this said. show's been way too structured, Jay Z. Why, <laughs> why is it? I'm attorney. I'm attorney. You need no, no, curveballs. <laughs> like, yeah, like, throw me throw, a curveball. Throw, uh, throw, throw me a curveball before uh, we get out of here. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't. Know. I know Schlegs got something he's cooking up right now. I seen our, our guy Zeke uh, actually oh. had the corona. Yeah. So, I mean that sucks. No, he had the corona. He had the corona. He got the corona right now, uh, man. You gotta, that's uh, that's the prayers up to Zeke, man. That's all right. That's sort of the weird part. Like these these few players, and maybe that'll. Maybe that'll help, like, because we're not all the way there. I said that at the front. Like, if a big name guy like Zeke that resonates across the country, you know, you know, it's not over with. Right. Like, if people start remembering, hey, yeah, well, this is we're still not there. out of the woods yet. Not, maybe yeah. that, maybe that can help. But you obviously hope that he's not feeling any symptoms, that he stays fine for the next couple of weeks, and right, the NFL can manage all that. I think they can. I mean, it doesn't hurt, and you know, it's one of those things where the dialogue is going to keep going on. As far as you know, the protests and different mm-hmm. things that we have going yeah. on in the country, you know, that 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 is still going on. Yeah. COVID is still you know alive and well, and it's bre- on breathing grounds uh, when everybody is just you know around each other and being so close to each other. So, um, you know, I hope they all six watch feet. out yeah, and, and be careful. You know, we we, we got it's a little a trick bit of the camera, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's real. Stay safe. Wear your mask, and you know. Wash those hands. There Wash you your hands. Wash hydrate. Hands. Bend your knees. Sleep your, your face knees. off. Right? I mean, I, That's how it's I done. mean it's not Mac really and cheese rocket. bites. Yeah. Mac and cheese bites, you know? Let's <clears> come, go. Come to Roosters and house an Italian yes. sub, and then you're good to go. <laughs> uh, appreciate our friends at Roosters, of course, for hosting awesome. us again for Letterman Live. Don't mind Tim May walking through our camera shot <laughs> as we wrap up here. Tim May. As always, Justin Zwick, Doug Worthington, Anthony Schlegel. Appreciate your insights. We'll be back uh, next Monday for another Letterman Live Uh, as we continue all year with our coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes at Letterman Row. Uh, Until then, I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next time.